we've turned the page. Just like in the playoffs, we talked about parking games. We've got to park this year now, and we're already beginning to prepare for next year, in my opinion. You recover physically, mentally, you get some rest, you enjoy your family time, and then you begin to uh, physically prepare, but you also mentally have to prepare for next year. And um, we had a good run this year, but this should become what the standard is, not an exceptional year, and that's our goal is to make... Um, this type of year, the standard, and then push it from there. Um, in Washington, in St. Louis, um, in New York, there's probably a little bit more pain in those communities after losing in the second round than there is here, um, simply because we hadn't experienced it for so long. Uh, but our group was told if we're lucky enough to get back to that situation and, and we don't have success, that should be pay very painful. Um, and I mean that in a different way. It was painful because we didn't win and the guys wanted to. But, um, you know, there's a lot to, to build on, but eventually this has to become the norm with this organization, and I think that's a, that's a huge task that we have at the beginning of next year, and uh, we better be ready for it. Um, Tom, when it comes to Connor and what he did this year and how he just elevated his game to a new level, and just, you just give us a thought on the expectations of him coming in and whether or not he exceeded those expectations. Well, um, he's 20 years old. Well, he's 20 years old. He led the league in scoring. He took a, uh, a franchise with the help of, of everybody else and put it on his back and led us through um, a regular season that allowed us to participate in the playoffs for the first time in, in a decade. Um, and then he, with the help of everybody else, uh, pushed through a round and, and extended the, the last round to seven games. That's a, that's a recap on a season. But when you think of it that way, as a 20-year-old basically playing his first full year in the National League, I think that's remarkable. And, um, you know, individually he gets a, a ton of credit for it. But um, there is the group around him. We always use the term leadership group. From the minute that Connor uh, put the C on his jersey, it was about the group. It wasn't just about him. And um, I thought they all did a really good job. Uh, you know, the, the, the sky's the limit for him as an individual. Um, but there, there are no, there isn't sneaking up on teams anymore for him either as an individual. There's, uh, there's a specific target on his back. We saw that against Anaheim. And um, his task gets tougher as he, as he continues to play in the league. But I also think that his tools get better as well. He gets more mature. He gets bigger and stronger. Um, his confidence level should continue to grow. Um, you know, so he's, he has everything he needs to, to compete with that stress. Dad, do you think the playoff changed the perception of uh, the player about how important the team is for the city? I'm, I'm sorry, one more time. You think the playoffs changed the perception of the player on how important the team is for the city? Um, did the playoffs change the perception of how important the, the team is for, for, for Edmonton? Uh, you know what, I'd, I'd answer that question, no. And the reason why I answer it, no, um, is because for the prior 10 years, they were there with us. They didn't go anywhere. They weren't, they weren't gone. Maybe the energy of the playoffs wasn't there, but they showed up every day um, at Rexall when it wasn't going good. Um, I think the fans are more important to us than, than we are to them. And um, 
they've proven that for 10 years. So I, I don't know if I answered your question properly, but uh, you know they're more important to the team than the team is to them. I don't know if they think that way, but that's what I believe. Todd, Everly has said that because he didn't score in the playoffs, he feels like he let the team down. He also feels like he's a better all-around player, and certainly that was part of the what had to happen to the team, not just to him, but the team. They had to play the 200-foot game. How does he get offense back into his game? Well, he's a tremendous player. He, he scores 20 to 25 goals every season. You can count on it from him. And that's not going away. Uh, when you get into a playoff scenario and it doesn't start well for you, it can snowball quickly. That's one of the experiences that we've learned. Um, the players that are having great playoffs, you guys will talk about, write, and tell stories. The ones that are struggling maybe to, to provide what they normally do becomes a story. And the ones in between, nobody talks about so you want to be in one of the two middle groups. You sure don't want to be in the bottom group. And unfortunately, Eb slid into that bottom group. But um, we didn't get to the playoffs without him. He had an impact on our team, um, especially down the stretch when we won, I don't know, 15 of 18 games. Uh, he was a key, key piece. Um, you can't completely evaluate him and, uh, and pin his whole season on the playoffs. Of course, that's a time where you want guys to rise to the occasion. Um, he didn't quite uh, get it done, but he's a he's a very important asset for our team, and confidence is 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 huge moving forward. He'll get it back, and he'll be just fine. Todd, further to uh, Eberly, you've seen him now for two years, and before he used to be very quick from the circles in, and I know that defense has maybe changed their angles. We, we saw him button-hooking a lot rather than going to the net as much as he had had in the past. When, you, when your exit meeting, is, is getting a little bit quicker something that possibly could help him next season? Um, potentially. You know, you, you can, um, you know, quick off the clock if you will, the, the stopwatch, yeah, but, you know, anticipation, reading plays, getting to the spot, release of shot. Um, we have about 23 guys that can improve in that area. And uh, we need that from everybody, not just uh, just Jordan. Todd, you go into this season with, you don't, you don't want to pencil in lineups, but Kajula, Benning, <coughs> Slepeshev, did they all, nurse, did they all prove to you that they can play a little higher up maybe in the, in the lineup than you thought going into after what went through the playoffs? Well, they're, they're, um, they had the ability all year to do that. A lot of them did play up. You think about them in the lineups. It's whether they can consistently do that. And uh, the difference of playing on the team and being a, a good player and a steady contributor and being um, a go-to higher-end top six guys, you got to do it every day. And uh, the players that you talked about were very good in the playoffs. They contributed. Can they do that in October? And can they continue to do that through December and January and February? Uh, that's the next level that they have to get to. And we expect that group of players that you mentioned to, to get there. So you've got through the playoffs. As a coach, what do you <clears throat> still need on your team apart from you know, getting through into a third round. Well, we, there are things that you still... We need a little decompression time and, and um, you know, an opportunity to sit back and look at our group and, and what our strengths and weaknesses were. We have a general feel, but um, there's a number of different factors that come into, and this year there's an extra one that come into moving forward. And the, the extra one is expansion. 
there's the the business part of the cap contracts um, you know different scenarios free agency restricted free agency all of those things have to be taken into consideration um, basically we're on the counter with a whole bunch of ingredients now do we need to buy a little more flour a little more sugar uh, you know, that type of stuff. And we've got to figure that out over the next little bit. So um, at this point, I'm not, and I'm sure Peter won't be prepared to uh, to really analyze that uh, with you. Do you get the sense further to the point about grocery shopping? Patrick Maroon stated that he believes that, you know, <coughs> given some of the players, McDavid and Drysaddle, this is a very attractive place. Is there any way maybe you can educate us on and how it's changed from a couple of years ago when you and Pete first were here, even the last year getting Luch, moving forward about the opportunities that will be here and maybe the fact that they'll be increased given the success all well, I'm, moderate that you've had to this point. You know, I can't speak for the, the 700 players that play in the league and, and many of them are under contract and and are, are happy where they're at, but there will be some players that get to decide this summer and in the future that you know, they, they may want to find a new home, and I, I can't think of a better one than here, really, when you think about um, the Cates family and what they've done um, as we're standing in it and the resources they give us, the management team, uh, the players we've assembled and, and the drive that they've shown. Um, if that all continues, we have a bright future, and, um, you know, I believe there's players that would like to be a part of that. And um, if you see the building and you feel the fans... Uh, it's nice to come into that type of environment on a, on a nightly basis. So um, I think it's, you know, with Luch making his decision and, and some others that, that have come here, uh, I think we're well on our way to being a spot that, that many players want to play in. Todd, before the year, you, you made it very clear to Zach Cassin what his role was going to be, and he said that helped him. He knew what his expectations were, and he had a very consistent season. Younger guys, Slepeshev and Kajula, do you know what you have when you look at them? Do you see, is Kajula more of a potential top six than Slepeshev, you know, that aggressive third-line guy? Where do you see those two going for? Well, when, when they're at their best and consistently at their best, I think they're top six players. Um, and I, I kind of answered that already in some way where, where the consistency is what has to occur now. <laughs> second, third year in the league, what are you consistently? You can't just hit a home run one night and we wait for you for four more. We need you to, to be on base on a regular basis and contributing. And, and that, again, is the evolution of a player. It comes with experience. It comes with understanding situations. Anton Shlapushev's 22 years old. You know, we get we forget that. We talk about Connor and Leon being 20 and 21. He's 22 years old. Um, he's come from another country. He's learning how to do those things. Drake hasn't played a full year. You know, his year was very much like Connor's, where he missed a whole ch whole chunk of it. Um, so we expect them to graduate and move up, but they have to consistently provide that to be uh, huge impact players. And then following up on that, uh, Matt Benning on the back end, another young guy who came in and game six, uh, I think a lot of people were like, wow, because of the role he played at a crucial time. Uh, did he maybe exceed what you thought he was capable of as a rookie? And does that change your expectations for him next year? He exceeded what I thought he would do. Um, you know, that's about as upfront as I can be. We didn't play him in the first six games because we weren't sure. 
we played them in game seven, if that's what it was. I don't know my numbers exactly, but we played them in game seven. Uh, not sure if we were going to play them in game eight. Not sure if we were going to play him in game nine, and all of a sudden it's game 82 and he's still playing. Um, credit to him um, and to his partners that played with him and, and the group to bring him along, but he's a, a tremendous player. Do you see Leon as the number two center or a right winger? I think Leon's a forward. No, I, again, he uh, it's a luxury we have. Um, Leon and Connor were the, the, the pair that produced the most, I think, from a certain point in the season on. Uh, when we needed Leon down the middle, he did a tremendous job against uh, a very good player in Getzlav. Uh, it's a tremendous luxury to have to be able to put them together and pull them apart. And Nuge, he got shoved down the lineup because Leon went to center. What do you see from him? What did you see from him this season? Well, I, I don't want to spend, you know, basically what we're doing now is going through the roster and I'm evaluating everybody. And I would I would rather take the opportunity to finish my one-on-one -on -one meetings and evaluate them face-to-face -face and then come back in July at summer camp and answer your questions because I think this is our last meeting. I'm going to miss you guys a lot, <laughs> a lot. But um, Nuge is a tremendous player. He's a detailed player. Uh, I think there's more offense to him, and that, that'll be the message that, that we'll deliver to him. Last one, Bob. All right. Uh, well, I was going to get you to directly evaluate Darnell Nurse, but <laughs> we'll do it in July in a different fashion. Just about the importance. I, I mean, big step forward. I think everybody knows where you want to go, but just about being patient with guys, especially on the back end, because there are going to be some ups and downs, even for guys that are special athletes. Absolutely, and uh, patience with our team as well. We're still a, a developing, growing team. Um, we'll have good nights next year. We'll have some bad nights next year, um, and we'll continue that growth process. Uh, the difference will be expectations. It'll come from uh, our fan base. It'll come through the media. It'll come from us as a as staff, as an organization, and most importantly, it'll come from the players. Um, but there still is a development phase for everybody as they enter the league, and we have to understand that. And Darnell's still in that development phase. He did a tremendous job this year, but he's still got, uh, got work to do, and he'll continue to grow.